0: The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now.
1: When we last left Noah in Genesis chapter 6, we found that he was walking with God, which is not just a decision, not just an event. It really is a way of life. When you take a walk, you're always taking the next step. And, of course, the important thing was not Noah. The important thing was his companion. He was walking with God, the God of all wisdom, the God of all might, the God of all holiness. If you need strength, if you need wisdom, if you need uh, holiness, What you need is to walk with God. But this is very important. When you walk with God, uh, you never take that walk by yourself. Now, it is between you and the Lord alone. But when a man or woman walks with God, it affects those who are around them. When you walk with God, uh, it will bring others along with you on the journey. And that is why the next phrase in Genesis chapter 6, after it says, Noah walked with God, it says this, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Do you imagine that these three boys uh, ever had questions about their daddy's faith? I do. Uh, Do you think when daddy was building the ark and they were helping him, they ever wondered if their father was crazy? Uh, Do you think anybody ever mocked their dad? Uh, Do you think anyone ever gave them a hard time because of their dad? I guarantee you. But on the morning that the heavens opened up, and the rain began to fall, and the floodwaters began to rise. I want to tell you that every boy in that town wished that Noah was his daddy. Shem, Ham, and Japheth uh, were not perfect men. In fact, when you look at their descendants, you see lots of terrible things. But they were men who experienced the grace of God. These were young men who were blessed because their father walked with God. And I want to say to you today, if you walk with God, not only will you be blessed, but if you walk with God, your children will be the beneficiaries of that. Now, here's the difficulty. We're living in a world and raising children in a world much like Noah's world. Uh, Read Genesis chapter number 6. In verse number 5, it says, it was wicked. Uh, Again, in verse number 5, it says, that the imagination of the thoughts of man's heart was evil continually, only evil continually. That sounds like our world, every thought a dirty thought. In verse number 11, we continue to read, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. It's a violent culture. That sounds like our world. And did you hear the operative word, the keyword, three times, was the word corrupt. The earth was corrupt. The earth was corrupt. All flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. By the way, man left to himself always corrupts. Sin never gets better. It always gets worse. So here is Noah living and laboring, following God in a corrupt world, in a deteriorating culture, in a decaying age. Uh, What is he going to do with his children? I love this. When he walked with God, he led his children to God. When he walked closely to the Lord, he brought his entire family along with him on the journey. You know, in previous generations, we read and studied that Abraham not only journeyed and lived in tents, uh, but he had Isaac with him and he had Jacob with him. They were learning from their father's walk with God. Well, now, here we are with Noah. Shem, Ham, and Japheth were learning much about God as they watched God work in their father's life. And so, in the verses that follow, the end of Genesis chapter 6, I think we get some basic principles we can learn from the life of Noah on how to raise godly children in a corrupt world. Let's read on. Verse number 13, and God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. So, here's the first thing we learn. Uh, We learn if we're going to raise godly children in a corrupt culture, in a corrupt world, first of all, we must listen to God. Isn't this interesting? It doesn't start with what Noah does. It starts with what God says. One of the greatest things you will ever do, not just for your own life but for your children, is listen to the Lord. Stay in the Bible. Open the word of God every day. Let the Lord speak to you. Give God an opportunity to give you his divine perspective on what's going on in the world. Now, it may not always be a good thing that you see. In Noah's situation, God says judgment is coming. Uh, Scientists estimate perhaps 52 million people on earth at the time. And imagine this. Just a handful are going to be saved in that ark. So there's tremendous judgment coming. uh, But Noah is able to understand it because he's listening to God. You will gain discernment by staying in tune with the Lord. So... If you want to do the right thing for yourself and by your children, first of all, listen to God. Then we read verse 14. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. The breadth of it, 50 cubits. And the height of it, 30 cubits. Now, in our language today, we would say that's 450 feet long. Seventy-five feet wide, forty-five feet high. That's quite a boat, isn't it? Verse 16, a window shalt thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. Uh, This is interesting. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives with thee. Now, here's the second principle. If you want to raise godly children in a corrupt culture, first of all, you have to listen to God yourself. Secondly, you have to believe the Lord. Noah believed God. God told him, uh, "Flood waters are coming, judgment is coming. Uh, an ark is necessary." And of course this ark is a beautiful picture of salvation. It has one door. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. He's the door. Christ is our ark of safety. Christ is our way of salvation. It might interest you to know that the word pitch that is used here, that uh, they daubed all the cracks with and sealed it up and secured it with, the word pitch is the same Hebrew word that was used for atonement. (laughs) Look, friends, uh, the the blood atonement, the atonement of Jesus Christ for our sins is our security. I'm not resting in me. I'm resting in him. This is so important. Noah had to believe that, and he had to teach it to his children. Do you think those boys would have come into the ark if they had not seen real faith in their father and not heard the truth from their father? If you want to raise the right kind of children in a godly, corrupt world, you've got to believe God yourself, and you've got to live that faith and you've got to share the truth upon which that faith is built with the next generation. Don't just tell them what, tell them why. Point them to God. Don't just draw them to yourself. And then the closing verses. Verse 19, And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shalt thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him. So did he. Here's the third principle. You want to raise uh, children in a uh, a godless, corrupt culture. First, you must listen to God, stay in his word. Second, you must believe God, exercise faith. And third, you must obey God. Here's the key word. Noah did all that God commanded him. Whatever it is God's telling you to do, do it and demonstrate the life of faith and obedience to the next generation.
0: No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey.